Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stubby. Thank you. Welcome back. You didn't go anywhere, did you? I didn't either. So we're here. We have two lines open now. We helped one gentleman off the air. He needed a recommendation that I didn't necessarily want to do on the air. Um, anytime you need a referral to a contractor, landscape contractor, best place to go is to a uh, nursery that, that handles plants and sells uh, wholesale to them or to um, uh, you know somebody in your neighborhood who can do that. This was uh, out of town. And um, uh, in the Metroplex, uh, one of my advertisers does a lot of landscape contracting. That's Callaway's, so they would be good. Um, and, and then as a second option, I would like to give uh, an advertiser and a non-advertiser just to keep it all fair and above board. Uh, if you go to a wholesale contractor, a wholesale nursery, and just ask for referrals to two or three of their good customers that they would recommend, you can get a recommendation that way, and that's what that was. Wanted to do it off air. Um, I, I don't want to get into doing that, but that was why suddenly that caller isn't there any longer. We have Chris and Melissa, and we'll go there in just a moment. We have two open lines 888 787 KLIF 888 787 5543. It's a good way to find uh, 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 good sources of uh, soil. You know, topsoil, good sources of sod, other things, is talk to the people who buy it professionally. And uh, because I don't know all the best sources for the other side of the Metroplex from where I live, for example. Uh, so anyway, 888-787-5543. have two open lines right now. I'd like to see those fill up. That would be a, a wonderful relief. 888 888-787-5543. Uh, let's go to Chris and Melissa right now. Chris, this is Neil. Good afternoon. And good afternoon, Neil. I used to call you from over in Aubrey uh, yes, years sir. ago, but I so I sold out there, and I did a hopscop uh, over to Melissa. And All this right. Time my ho- this time my house faces south, in front of okay. it, and where I get the sign. Now, I'm looking to plant me a crepe myrtle in my front yard, and uh, I'm wondering if is this a good time of the year to do that, or should I wait to October? And by the way, the HOA, HOA over here is uh, mild. I mean, there is there's not as near as crazy as it was over in Union Park. <laughs> so, I, I mean, in fact, in fact, they're about to turn it over to homeowners because this. Division is almost built out. And so I have never heard it, it, the word mild used to describe an HOA. Never. <laughs> I didn't think it could happen. I so mean, that's great. believe it or not, compared to the other one, it is. But is this yeah. a good time to do a crepe myrtle? And the front of my house faces south, so I'm getting a whole lot of sun compared to where it was before where the back of it faced south. Chris, if I were if I were wanting to plant a crepe myrtle, I would buy it now uh, in the next two or three weeks because this is when you will find them in bloom. Uh, maybe maybe uh, two to six weeks because this is when you will find them in bloom. This is when you will find the best selection. You can get exactly the color you want and the widest assortment of varieties uh, in June that you will find all year long. Um, if you called back. Um, and and faked your voice because I recognize that beautiful accent. But if you called back or somebody else called and said, Neil, what is the best time to plant a new tree? I would tell you October because that's a time when it can get established really well. But the problem is you can't find the selection of crepe myrtles in October that you find right now. The, the only difference in planting now versus October is you really must water them faithfully by hand every two or three days and not let it dry out because if you let it dry out and wilt then you've lost a year or two in growth it'll it'll really set the root system back it may not hurt the plant up above ground uh, noticeably 
but it will really cut back on its uh, on its rate of growth and how how quickly it makes a nice big plant for you. What color are you looking for, and how tall do you want it to grow? I, I'm looking for something like candy apple red, which is what I've heard about, which is why I mentioned the Mrs. Francis crepe myrtle. Yes, yeah, Miss Francis. Uh, yes, and uh, I, I, as far as height, I kind of thought that all of them maybe max out at what 10, 10 to fifteen feet. Oh no, they're all around. different. They're all different sizes. They're all different sizes. If you go to crepemyrtletrails.org, C-R-A-P-E, crepemyrtletrails.org, that's the website of our Crepe Myrtle Trails of McKinney Foundation, our organization. I wrote most of that website. And if you click on varieties, you will see two different lists. You'll find the, the recommended varieties, and you'll find the complete list of varieties, all the known varieties. And uh, you can, I'd suggest you go to the best crepe myrtles by size, although uh, Cecil Pounder's uh, Miss Francis and the others are not going to be listed there uh, because they haven't necessarily been tested uh, thoroughly uh, against the, uh, against all the others. They're just not old enough yet to have been tested. But if you're looking for a red in, um, in the 10 to 20 foot range, uh, you're looking at dynamite or centennial spirit. If you want something taller than that, you're looking at Red Rocket or Arapaho. Those are the those are the four best of the reds. Arapaho is okay. beautiful. It is hard to find, but it is it is beautiful. It's one of Don Egoff's uh, uh, last introductions, uh, actually posthumous introductions, and it is it is beautiful. Uh, how you say water it once you plant it? You water it every two or three days, every two or three days during the, the summer, the first summer, first couple of summers. You will never hear me tell anybody to water anything every so often, but I've started doing that on these new plants that people set out because they just don't water them enough and they let them get too dry. Um, but, but with new plants, especially crepe myrtles, because they use a lot of water. They're, they're grown in lightweight potting soils, and so their root systems dry out very quickly. And so it's very important that we water them on, on two or maybe three-day turnaround, depending on the temperature. Uh, right now, every third day would be fine if it didn't rain. Uh, but at 102 degrees, you'd want to water every, every two days. About two gallons every two days? No. Uh, if it's out of a two-gallon pot, yes, sir. But if it's out of a 10-gallon pot, 10 gallons every two days. Whatever the okay. pot size, that's how much water. All right, and by the way, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know what's taking your wife so long to recognize she married a genius, but hopefully she'll come around to that and just admit that because you're the nine one one and four one one and eight hundred. So anything that has to do with landscaping, potting, and plants and all like that, you're the subject matter expert. Well, Chris, she uh, gets to live with me, and as a result, she <laughs> she may acknowledge that, but there are a lot of blemishes also. My wife was my wife was just reelected two weeks ago today to start her fortieth year on the McKinney School Board. I am the one who lucked out in this marriage. Believe me, she is all a, right. Then, well, it's good to talk to you, Neil, and my pleasure. Thank you, and I'm a loyal listener. Well, I'll I'm, have to dig you. I'll have to dig your book out of boxes. Well, I'm still unpacking, and I still have your book that I bought about two years ago, but I'm thumbing through it slow. Well, I'll good deal. I'll get around to it. Happy digging. Thanks for calling. Glad to have you in Collin County. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, Todd and Durant, you're coming up next. Linda and Grand Prairie. Those are a couple of really good questions. Trust me, folks. Trust me. Trust me. Let me tell you right now about Mueller. Mueller means more. means more value. They believe in value at Mueller. Their value plus buildings are pre-engineered. You know what that means? That means that they do the planning ahead of time. They feature an easy-to-assemble, bolt-together design. You get it, you, you put it together. Easy as that. That's kind of cool. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant. They come back by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But true value 
never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price. It shows in the service you receive during your purchase and in how a company stands behind their product after the sale. Mueller understands that buying a steel building or a metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision, and Mueller will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money, you get more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Call them at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Or visit them online. That's MuellerInc.com. I didn't spell it for you, did I? M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. Mueller means more. MuellerInc.com. I'm Alan from Justin Ace Hardware. When you need reliable garden or plant help, come by and ask for D. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Alan, very, very much. And uh, you've heard me say it before. Her customers at uh, Justin uh, Ace Hardware in the garden section think of her as legend. <laughs> they really like D. Thank you. Let's go to Todd in Durant. Todd, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Yes, I've got a question about raspberries. Okay. I've enjoyed your show and uh, uh, appreciate your wisdom. I, uh, I've tried to raise raspberries here, um, a southern variety, and I they keep dying. I went to the extension agent, and they said, well, it goes about three years, and then they die, and they don't know why. Can you give me any reason why that would be or better way of growing them well what what variety are you growing i think that variety i had it's been a couple years now but the variety i had was carolina okay Uh, i'm not familiar with that one the uh, raspberries in the south are just not well adapted because of our high temperatures the only one that i've ever seen recommended is from the university of mississippi or Mississippi State, I don't know what it is, but it's Dorman Red Raspberry, D-O-R-M-A-N. Dorman Red. Yeah, you know what? You've wasted enough time on writing it out. That's that's as much time as it deserves. It is just not very good. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah. i I got to confess, um, given 100 square feet, I would occupy 100 square feet with blackberries, and zero square yes. feet with Dorman red raspberries. <laughs> they grow luxuriantly. They'll do very well. But then you got to figure out how to take them out and get rid of them so you can get your blackberries going. I, I just, yeah. it's been around a long time. Benny Simpson had them at the A&M Center in uh, Dallas. And he, he uh, had me out in the back showing me around some. We were good friends. And he said, here, have some. And I ate a few of them. He said, not very good, are they? <laughs> I said, no, not. It tastes kind of like cardboard. Really? Yeah. Oh. So. Well, I had them in raised beds, and uh, they'd put out a little bit, but they didn't. They didn't grow very well. And then they just about three years they died, and I thought that was unusual. Well, I think that's just the reflection of the heat. It's just not a plant that is adapted to the South as a general category. There may be. There may be research from some of the universities that shows otherwise. The uh, the universities that tend to have that, if, if it's Carolina, I'd look at, uh, I'd probably look at Clemson. They That's the, the big land-grant school from that part of uh, America. Uh, University okay. of Georgia might have something, but I'd, I'd look at Clemson for starters. But the University of Arkansas does a lot of work on blackberries, and they may well have something on, on red raspberries. I'm not aware of it. Okay. Dorman, Dorman Red is is the one that's been around forevermore, and it's the one that's still sold, and and uh, it's it's quote recommended uh, to mm-hmm. to to answer the question, what one would you recommend? Well, if I have to recommend one, here it is. But then I always okay. put that asterisk afterwards. That I, I don't recommend planting it, but if you have to have one, there it is. It just doesn't taste yeah. like the ones from the north. I <laughs> I lived in the north for seven years, and I know how good they can be, but they don't grow. Well, I, I grew up out west, and and yeah, my dad had raspberries. I loved them. My grandmother had them, but uh, I'm I'm just not too successful here. 
the, uh, the problem we're is, trying. The, is the climate. Yeah, I mean, we've got to admit that we have a different climate, therefore they're not going to do the same. There are a lot of yeah. things that don't grow here that will grow quite well on the West Coast or up in the in the Midwest. So uh, this is a good example. I'd, I'd well, like thank to, you. I'd like to encourage you, but I'd much I'd much prefer just to be honest, and I've, I've chosen that. Sure. Route. Yeah. Good luck okay. with it. Whatever, whichever you. way you go, the blackberries are sure good. Have a good day. Thanks for the yeah. call. All right, we're going to come back. We have Linda in Grand Prairie, Stephen in North Richland Hills. And my book is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I'll tell you the very same thing in it. So practice what I preach. It could, could be and might be the only gardening reference book that you will need to be successful here in North Texas or in Durant. Um, it certainly goes across the Red River because conditions in Durant are not that different, you know? It's a hardback, 344 pages, 840 of my photographs, and printed in Texas. I went to the press checks to make sure that it, it uh, lived up to what I expected of it. Uh, there were 42 press checks. I was there about two and a half weeks, and going from the hotel to the press check, to the hotel to the press check. And this is 24-7 uh, for those two and a half weeks. I came home one weekend to do radio, and, and uh, it was exciting. It was tiring, but it was exciting. Eleven chapters that cover lawns, trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annual and perennial flowers, fruit and vegetables, basics of gardening in Texas, and that 48-page calendar. It's all in there. And I wrote it for every county in Texas so that you can easily enough give it as a gift and know that it will be well-received and well-used. It should uh, make gardening a whole lot easier, a whole lot more successful for anybody who gets a copy of it and uses it for a limited time i've reduced the price back to the cost of the fifth printing and that's 36.95 your satisfaction is completely guaranteed or i'll offer a full refund with no questions asked that's neil sperry's lone star gardening it's not in stores and it's not on amazon it's available only from my office or my website and uh, that's uh, because i self-published it i have the opportunity to do that I sign every copy as it sells. If it were in stores, I wouldn't be able to do that. If it were on Amazon, I certainly wouldn't be able to do that. But this way I can. So, And again, satisfaction guaranteed, or I will personally write you the check that refunds every penny of it. You order it by calling my office weekdays, 9 to 5. That's 800-752-GROW. 800-752-GROW. That's 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Lens Landscape Lighting knows different homes, or sometimes the same home, may have multiple personalities. From invitingly warm and whimsical to amazingly modern and stylish, whatever your home's personality, we make them shine. Let our creative team of lighting experts at Lens accentuate and bring out the best of every side of your property. Lens Landscape Lighting, we light the way you live. For more information, go to LensLighting.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit WBRoofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing, 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com. I want to tell you about sunburst shutters right now. We get your roof all fixed up. We get everything all fixed up, the landscape lighting for your home, and now the shutters for your windows. Oh, my goodness, you're going to love these. We have them at our home You've heard me tell you about them for 13 years now. Sunburst shutters are plantation-style shutters. That means that they have the large louvers, 2.5, and 4.5-inch and and louvers. Oh, what I would give if they had just chosen even inch size. But, oh, well, we are where we are. The bigger the louvers, the fewer lines you see when you open the, uh, the, the shutters. These are gorgeous. They're made of poly wood, P-O-L-Y. That's a man-made material. It's a wood substitute. Looks like wood. You get, uh, well, however, however uh, far away you have to get before your eyes don't cross. And uh, you look at them, 
they don't, uh, you can't tell that they're not wood. You reach to touch them and they feel like a grand piano. They're so smooth. They're just beautiful. White or off-white, they're color fast all the way through. They won't crack or warp or split or peel. Those are things that happen to wood shutters. and uh, But with sunburst shutters, no such thing. And uh, you can operate them with one finger. They work so uh, effortlessly. They're custom made to fit every opening in your home. That's another thing that just really sets them apart. And I want you to think about this just a little bit. You say, well, all my windows are the same size. Why would they have to uh, measure every window then? Well, the reason is when you think about tape and bed work, you know, that's after the sheetrock is in, they come along with the, the big uh, the uh, bedding compound and these big knives and put it on, and it's not precise at all. It doesn't have to be. Nobody asks them to do it precisely. They couldn't if they had to. And so the shutters have to be measured exactly. And so each window gets its own specific shutter. When they go back, they are made to fit that window. That's why they're so light tight. That's why they're so energy efficient. That's why they're so beautiful. Sunburst shutters. Nice people. Great product. Sunburst shutters made of polywood are also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. 214-343-2601. Let them come to you and bring samples. If you want to go to their showroom, they'll give you directions and get you there. No problem. Northeast Dallas. 214-343-2601. Better way is to let them come to you. Sunburstshutters.com. I'm Scott from Lakewood Ace Hardware in Dallas. When you need reliable, localized help for your outdoor grilling needs, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Scott, very much. So it's folks like Scott who own their own hardware stores. This is a dream of theirs, and that's why they're so nice and so helpful when you go in the door. Let's go to Linda in Grand Prairie. Linda, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi. Hey, my my daughter moved into a home that was built probably in 67. And on the one side, she has a couple of pine trees, so big old pine trees. Um, she had re-landscaped, and she's been trying to re-landscape, but the one side of the yard where the pine trees are, nothing will take. And when I say nothing will take, we're talking about within two weeks, everything's dying. Like she had put in some uh, dwarf yupon and nandinas. And, and on the nandinas, that was like right up front um, where you go into the front door. So it had the same amount of sunlight and the whole thing. The one on the one side of the walk does fine. The one on the other side just started dying. And we don't know if it's something with the pine trees as far as what they give off in the soil or if we're going to have to have the, you know, the extension service test the soil or what. Um, Well, I worked with the extension service for seven years. I will tell you that if you thought there was something, uh, this is not the direction we're going to go with this answer, but I'll tell you, anytime anybody says, Uh I wonder if there's something in the soil, you have to know what you're looking for in the soil uh, to to Mm. have a soil sample tested. You have to say, is there oil in the soil? Is there gasoline? Is there uh, weed killer? A specific, when they test for soil, they have to know what they're looking for. They can't go in there and randomly just look for every possible. I mean, the FBI probably could, but, you know, (laughs) spend hundreds of So not whether it's acidic or alkaline. Well, let me let me get to my answer because I'm I'm okay. taking this off off the track. There is absolutely no way that any insect or disease or probably even environmental uh, a factor would kill those two plants, nandinas and <clears throat> dwarf yopons, in two weeks. Absolutely yeah. zero chance of it. I will I will put my career on the line in saying that. Uh, there's no way that there's anything in the um, uh, in the soil, um, any any disease, anything. First of all, there's no disease mm-hmm. or insect that those two plants share. So even if there were the plague of all time there, it wouldn't get both plants. Uh, there has to be something environmental that that has been done to them. They either got too dry, 
one time. That's usually what happens to new plants. Uh, the, the homeowner mm-hmm. has let them get too dry one time. Dwarf yopon does not wilt, and so it's very easy to let them get too dry without knowing it. Uh, depending on which Nandina, that could also happen, although they do it wilt. Was, it was the Nana Nandina, the little ones. All right. Well, Nanas don't wilt very dramatically, and, yeah. and so and it's it's a more difficult Nandina of all of them. It's, it's a harder one. Um, so it may be that they got too dry if they were exposed to highway winds in the back of a pickup on the way home, or especially a low trailer. That might be a problem. If they were grown in a very shady uh, nursery, or held in a, a sales area that was very shady and suddenly put out on a hot, reflective uh, location. Uh, if they weren't acclimated to the full sun and suddenly had a lot of sun, that could be a problem. Um, yeah. It has nothing well, to see, do with and, the pines. Okay, because uh, just to let you know, when she put them in, like she put four of the dwarf ponds on one side of the walk, and I think it was three on the other, and one little Nana Nandina on one side of the walk and one on the other. It was all the ones on that other side. And and that front part where the Nana was, you know, because I was thinking, like, well, what if they were dumping stuff there, you know, changing oil or what have you? That section wasn't even near the others. But what we ended up doing was when they were going, we actually, after the two weeks, literally pulled those plants out and put them back in the bucket. A few of them are are getting some of the leaves back on them. That the roots that hadn't been taken, you know, because you put the new soil around and then put the plant in, and so they just really just popped right out. But the nana's just pretty much it, it turned just brown with all of its leaves on it, and even the yupons they just turned brown. Like every green leaf on it turned brown. Now I'm getting green leaves back out on the yupons that sounds that sounds exactly like plants that got too dry all it takes is one time i've seen that happen with holly's dwarf yopon and and others where i've i've had that happen to my own uh dwarf yopons uh, i had about 20 ready to plant and there was one that didn't that i just missed watering one day and uh, uh, the next time i watered two days later oh great i just ruined that plant by missing it it was out on the corner, and it was hard to pull the hose around to it. So it happens, and, and uh, that's but that is not anything in the soil. It's not anything else. It just those plants. I'll, I'd be willing to bet you got too dry. Okay, well I will check if they're on that. It's just like I said, the others are doing just great. I understand it's everything people, on that one. People side. will stand toe to toe with me and argue that I've had this, yeah. you know fifty years doing this, and I've I've stood there. I've I've even been in nurseries where people come in. I I stand there quietly, and uh, in a few cases, it's been friend friends of mine who own the nurseries, and I just stand there quietly and watch it. And uh, and they the customer just says, "No, no way." And and uh, mm-hmm. after they leave, because they're usually plants that are guaranteed, I look at the nurseryman and and he or she just yeah. shakes their head and say, "No, that's why we have the guarantee," but. You know, people don't always understand, but that's the only thing that would cause that. I, I okay. want to offer well, something else, I, Linda, but yeah. that one is easy to understand and to correct. A lot of people also don't understand. You you may have heard Chris earlier this hour when he, he said, when I plant my new crepe myrtle, so I put two gallons every two days, and I said, no, uh, if you plant a crepe myrtle out of a 10-gallon pot, you put 10 gallons every two days. <laughs> and a lot of people, when they water new plants, they just spit on it almost, and they think they've watered it. Or they run the sprinklers and think they've watered, and that's not adequate. It has to be watered okay. deeply, thoroughly to get down to the bottom of the of the the, uh, the soil ball. Uh, and and mm-hmm. so a lot of people don't understand that. So it, it, that's probably it. I've made the same mistake. I'm not not pure in this. Well, then I'm going to be after because there's times where I've questioned. I think she just this house. I think the automatic they they can't use them because they can't figure it out, and it looks like it's all broken. So. But for her, it may be worth the investment to get some automatic sprinklers redone because. <laughs> well, but that's but that's for year two and three or three and four. The first year, they need to be watered by hand. I tell you, the thing you can invest <laughs> right. in that would be the best thing you could buy for them. And hear me closely. I've got to get to my garden tip here in a second. But uh, the best, the no, oh no. Hear oh, me. No. This is something you've never heard of before. It is called a water bubbler. 
and it's not what you think oh. it is. It is something the size oh. of a man's fist. It goes on the end of a hose. It has holes uh, that are not as big as a pencil, but pretty good sized, and there are a lot of them in it. It's not a water breaker like a shower head. That would be okay, but a water bubbler lets you turn the hose on at full volume, and it comes out just like a burbling uh, uh, stream, and you can water mm-hmm. in a hurry. That's the best way to water new plants is with a water bubbler. Look it up. Uh, you'll you'll see them advertised. Um, Ace Hardware is said that... we Ace Hardware said we will stalk those. Neil, you talk about those, and we will stalk them. You should be able to find them in the Ace Hardware stores. So is it that it just doesn't wash all the soil and everything away, but it gets a lot of water in a hurry? You could not wash the soil away using a water bubbler if you tried. It breaks the force of the water completely. They cost seven or eight or ten dollars, and they will save plants. That's one plant. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. That's worth it. Yep. Add a girl. Good luck. Thanks for the call. All right, got to tell you about Callaways. Fill your flower beds and containers with bright, long-lasting colors of Cora, XDR, Vinca, Lantana, Purslane, and more. Cora, XDR, and Cora Cascade Vinca have striking, showy flowers that provide strong color from late spring through fall. Lantana really comes through with cheerful clusters of bright color. They're great for attracting butterflies and bees. The colorful cup-shaped blooms of purslane are another excellent source for a sunny garden. Callaway's Nursery has a great variety of annual bloomers and everything you need to give your garden a cool splash of color. These amazing plants can take the long Texas summer days and you can choose from an assortment of colorful blooms. They make it fun and easy with their wonderful plants and colorful pottery and ceramic, terracotta, and modern lightweight plastic. And uh, they very likely would have the water bubblers, and I know they have water breakers. Want to know more? Ask one of their friendly Texas certified nursery professionals. They are there to help you. And uh, they can answer questions. They can show you the new plants. You can trust their expert gardening knowledge. Founded in Texas by Texans, you can always count on Callaways to bring you the very best plants, very best advice for our area. Everything backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you're looking for someone to help with your spring garden refresh, try Pick and Plant, a convenient service where you shop for your new flowers and trees and shrubs and leave the planting to their experts. Shop any of their community stores, including the new location in Cedar Park. That's right outside Austin. Find a store near you, visit Callaways.com. They're open seven days a week for your convenience. It's Callaways Nursery. Life lived beautifully. It's Callaways.com. When you're at home, you can always listen to KLIF. Just ask your smart speaker. This is Real News and Information 570. KLIF. KLIF.com. I want to tell you about Neil Sperry's eGardens, my free electronic newsletter. I hope you'll sign up for it. It is free, and you will not be spammed at all, ever, not at all, not once. I don't give or sell your email address to anybody. I don't send you spam emails. Simple, simple as that. It comes directly from my computer to yours on Thursday evenings, a little after 6. Actually, it goes to Gretchen, and she puts it together into something coherent, and then it goes directly from... Gretchen, uh, constant contact, sends it out for us. There you are. It's uh, very uh, uh, concise. Now, here's what eGardens is all about. It's, it's like an old-fashioned garden section where you have localized gardening information. Uh, I write almost all of the stories. We have three uh, guest uh, authors who write one per month each. And so there you are. If you want to see what eGardens looks like, go to my website. That's where you can sign up for it. That's where you have to sign up for it. Nobody can do that for you. And uh, you get to see the most recent issue of eGardens. And uh, that's at neilsperry.com. Click on eGardens. We have about 80,000 subscribers. We'd like to have you as well. And uh, as I say, I'll never spam you. I don't give or sell your email address to anyone. It is free and always will be. Take a look at eGardens. Go to Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Click on eGardens. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. 
Protect all of your spring plantings, new and old alike, from the ravages of a Texas summertime. Just a few cents worth of water can save trees and shrubs. It costs dozens, if not hundreds, maybe even thousands of dollars. Learn to recognize early signs of drought, then step to your plant's rescue before they reach what's called the permanent wilting point. That is the point beyond which they cannot recover, even with deep watering. Slow, deep soakings are usually best. Above all, don't ever water by the clock. Plants will dry out at varying rates. You may be watering on three-day intervals in the heat of the summer, and once every week or two in late spring and fall, your trees may need no additional care during the winter time. So for new plantings or old plantings, the key to getting them through the summer, protecting your gardening investment, is watering. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. So there you go. We continue to talk about watering. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer. Find a great deal on miracle Grow. Moisture control potting mix, two cubic foot bags for nineteen ninety nine. Save two more dollars with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only seven. Uh, let's see, seventeen ninety nine. Limit of thirty nine. Beautify your potted flowers with Miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Mix. Its specially formulated mix will feed your plants for up to six months. Protect against over and under watering. It absorbs up to 33% more water than basic potting soils so your plants can remain hydrated. Use it with indoor and outdoor container plants. It grows plants twice as large versus unfed plants. Now that's... Uh, Miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Mix, two cubic foot bags for nineteen ninety nine. Save two dollars with your Ace Rewards card and pay only seventeen ninety nine. Limit of thirty nine bags. Local experts with trusted advice you can rely on. They are at the Ace stores, parts of your neighborhood. Ace Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. The Greg Abbott Travel Agency is now busing illegal immigrants to Denver. Do the feds even notice? I'm Dave Williams with Amy Shadra. We'll have the latest on the immigration crisis Monday morning at 6.40 on DFW's Morning News, 5 until 9 a.m. on 570-KLIF. Let me tell you about my website. It's neilsperry.com. You've heard me refer to it several times this afternoon. Uh, one place uh, that I've referred to it is that's where you buy my book. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. That's also where you sign up for eGardens, my free electronic newsletter. It's also where you can find archived information about Rose Rosette virus and about crepe myrtle bark scale. And it's where you find answers to my 1,001 frequently asked questions, which now has grown to 1,030 FAQs. I had a lot of questions. There's just a lot of information at neilsperry.com. N E I L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Take a look. I think you'll find it useful. I'm Hillary we had foundation from Jabbo's Ace at the Har- Sperry House several years ago, so I called my friends. I did the... I'm Hillary from Jabbo's Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help and those great products, come to us. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Hillary, very much. That's what happens when you plug everything into one socket. That's exactly so. No problem. All right, we're ready to go back to the phone lines. Now let's go to Stephen in North Richland Hills. Stephen, this is Neil. Good afternoon. How can I help you? I'm having a problem with my roses. I have a mermaid rose, antique rose, Mm -hmm. and the new growth is coming out deformed, small, twisted, and the stems are turning brown with a increase in thorns, real small thorns, instead mm-hmm. of the normal large thorns. All right. Um, are you familiar with rose rosette virus? Uh, I was thinking it was some kind of virus, and uh, don't think there's anything I can do. I'm hoping for a different answer. Yeah, I wish I had one for you, Stephen. I wish I did. That's a lovely rose. I love mermaid. Um, the problem is that's that's what it is. Um, there are several things that, that I listen for when people start describing roses with problems. Uh, when, when the new growth uh, uh, fails to develop properly, it starts to brown. Uh, buds don't open properly. Um, uh, 
they they may remain closed and they turn brown if they form at all. Uh, sometimes on bush roses you'll get uh, very strong bull canes, very very vigorous canes that will. This is early in the game. You'll get a, a shoot that comes up that has a stem that may be three or four times the size of a normal stem. Um, and then the most pronounced uh, uh, symptom of all is a, a stem, a cane, that may have 10 or 15 times the number of thorns, and they'll be smaller. And that's the one that you gave me that is the uh, pretty much the guarantee of rose rosette virus. All roses are susceptible. Uh, it is spread by a microscopic mite that is blown through the wind, and there's no control for that mite, and there's no control or cure for the virus, unfortunately. Okay. How do I clean my pruning clippers, or is it possible to spread it to other species of plants? Only roses, um, and... Um, if you if you have a rose plant that is infected, you need to take that rose out, including the root system. Just dig it out and put it into a, a black trash bag or into a trash bag and send it to the landfill. Um, if you have a rose that's infected, then that means that the mites are in the neighborhood and the probability of other roses within, I don't know what distance, but in a near distance of... of uh, 30 or 40 or 50 feet, and probably a lot farther than that, being infected soon is very high. Uh, so you keep a close eye on those. Uh, but uh, you certainly get the impacted one or ones out of the way immediately. Uh, pruning them back to get rid of the, the bad stem does no good because it once it's in the plant, it's all the way through the plant. A lot of people prolong the problem and, and make it worse in a neighborhood by pruning out the, the bad, the worst of the damage, and think that they've out outrun the disease, but they haven't. I have a lot of information on my website. I, I will say I leave it there. I haven't changed it in a year or two, uh, but it's at neilsperry.com on my homepage, Rose Rosette Virus, and there are photos there to help identify Everything we've described, I don't have the variety mermaid, but I have knockout and some other varieties. Um, and Texas A&M has done eight or nine, seven or eight years of research, along with about 17 or 18 other universities around the country, uh, to the tune of, I don't know how much, six or eight million dollars, trying to find a workaround for this, and they're not there yet. Okay, it looks like I just need to pull it out and yeah, find and something else to do. Find there. something else, yeah. The uh, substitute that I have found for bush roses, for, for floribundas and, and the knockouts and others, uh, I finally decide I think the, the, uh, the dwarf crepe myrtles probably have the same colors and bloom about the same time. Uh, probably the best replacement there is. It's not a, not a good replacement because a rose is a rose, but but they're the best thing we have going unless people want to go to perennials. But, Stephen, that's the best I have for you. I'm sorry for the message. But anyway, thanks for the call very much. Uh, folks, I have in my book photos of uh, Rose Rosette virus. If you have the book, you can find those back in the perennials chapter. Uh, it, the book is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It is on sale at $36.95. Um, if you make one or two mistakes in buying plants, you buy the wrong plant, uh, something that you shouldn't have bought. Uh, it doesn't take long to add up to thirty-six ninety-five. I can I can save you those mistakes and pay for this book pretty quickly. Um, if you make the mistake of planting something at the wrong season, maybe you plant your uh, vegetables uh, a month too late or a month too early or whatever. Maybe it's a fruit variety that you buy that you shouldn't have. All these are ways that this book could save enough money that you will pay for the cost of it, and you'll have a really good reference book. 344 pages, 840 of my photographs. It's a hardback on high-quality paper printed in Texas. 11 chapters cover the basics of gardening in Texas, that 48-page calendar of when to do everything, 
then specific chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials. Those are big chapters. Lawns and fruit and vegetables. Those are big chapters as well. It's all in the book. It's written for every county in the great state of Texas, and it's available from my website or by calling my office. It is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. Only thirty-six ninety-five signed copy, satisfaction guaranteed, or full refund. The uh, office phone number, Monday through Friday, weekday uh, business hours, 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. And the website, that's the better way to order it, is at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. We had foundation repairs at the Sperry House several years ago, so I called my friends. I did the same thing I'm suggesting you do. I called Advanced Foundation Repair. They came to our home. Their estimates are always free. Their work is affordable. It always is, not just for me, for you as well. Give them a call, 214-333-0003. If you need foundation help, it's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. All right, Neil Sperry back with you now to tell you about Whiskey Stone. Since 1983, the experts at Whiskey Stone have been leaders across the Metroplex, turning landscaping dreams into reality. So what is a landscaping dream? Well, it's a photograph that you took while you were on vacation. You say, I love this retaining wall. I love what they did with the retaining wall, the plants tumbling down out of it. I want to simulate that in my own home landscape. I love this patio love this fountain, whatever it is, you take that into Whiskey Stone and you say, number one, can we can we duplicate that in the stone? They say, yes, look, here's a stone right here. And then you say, I don't know how to lay that stone to get that look. And they say, well, we didn't expect you to, but we have the professionals here, landscape contractors who buy from us who can do that for you. They have landscape contractors all uh, over the North Texas area who buy from Whiskey Stone, they can refer you to the finest. They're very active in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association, so they can help you. Whiskey Stone, that's whiz-q.com. Whiskey Stone open Monday through Saturday. It's a destination place to go for the finest in stone, for patios, for pool decking, pathways, retaining walls, river rock, just for decorative landscaping use. Whatever it is that you're looking for, they have it at Whiskey Stone. Mike and Derek Wisnan, they've been in the business now, second and third generation. Mike's uh, dad founded it. Uh, Let's see what I need to give you now. The phone number, 817-429-0822. That's 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, open Monday through Saturday in uh, southeast Fort Worth, 817-429-0822, whiz-q.com. It's Whiskey Stone. I'm Dan Meyer from Salina Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help with bug control for your home, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. All right, Dan, thank you very, very much. Appreciate that. Normally at this time, we would have Pastor Tommy Brummett but uh, when I reached out to Tommy a couple hours ago, he said, I think I can do that. But he, I know he had a, uh, a he had a funeral that he was going to be officiating. And he said, I'll be through by then. And uh, maybe not. So I'll go ahead and, and do just a little bit to mention. Uh, I, I, I'll be very candid and tell you that, that uh, Tommy's Mother's Day sermon last week was one of my favorite sermons I've ever heard him preach. And I will say that and let him blush in private. But he just is a wonderful pastor. First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. You can see that sermon. You can listen to it at sharingtheheart.org. Last Sunday's Mother's Day sermon. Now, I saw the 11 o'clock. My wife and I were at the 11 o'clock service. And what you'll be seeing is the uh, video of the 10 o'clock service. But I bet it's just as good. He is so good. And the... uh, the children's choir, all of it, just a, a wonderful church. We love our church, and we'd love to invite you to join us at our church. That's First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney. It's a historic church. It's still on Church Street at 315 North 
Church Street. Services at 8, 9, 10.05, and 11.10. And um, it live streams at 10.05 if you'd like to try it out that way first. And Tommy has told us before that half of the participation of the uh, services is on that live stream service has become very popular all across the country, not just in McKinney. It's really interesting. Uh, Let's see, what else I want to tell you about that? Uh, A lot of other information, a lot of other activities with our church. And uh, he mentioned at the 11 o'clock service last week that um, uh, somebody in Florida even joined our church, never having been in our church, but they joined last week. So that was really nice. Um, Tommy normally has a birding feature, and we were going to talk about uh, about Purple Martins, and so we might just save that for next week, assuming he'll be available. I guess that's Memorial Day weekend. I don't know what he has scheduled. Pastors get very busy, you know. Uh, let me uh, mention to you that uh, if you have St. Augustine, I'm going to kind of finish out with this one, uh, a couple of things. I want to mention St. Augustine and take all root rot and the fact that Azoxystrobin, which is sold as Scott's Disease X, is the control for that. Just about out of the uh, out of the take all root rot time period, it will be less of a problem as we get into the summertime. Uh, it's a cool season disease, but uh, just keep in mind that take all root rot is the reason that your Saint Augustine is yellowed right now. Now, if it's dead right now, that may be just winter kill. Uh, there was a lot of that after this uh, December weather, Christmas cold spell. But if it's yellowed as it tries to green up this uh, spring, then that's take all root rot and the azoxystrobin, Scott's uh, disease X, EX, uh, will uh, help uh, stop that. We used to recommend the peat moss layer, but that was only to slow it down. It didn't do the, as good a job as the fungicide does. The other thing I want to remind you is that this is the time in mid-May to apply uh, a systemic insecticide for the prevention of an outbreak of crepe myrtle bark scale. Crepe myrtle bark scale is the insect that came in 19 years ago into the Metroplex. First time it had been reported in the United States. It was taken to the Callaways in Richardson. And they said, we don't know what this is. I didn't know what it was. Took it to uh, Texas A&M. And Dr. Mike Merchant got busy. And eventually we found that it was a species from China uh, that had somehow gotten into the United States. It's the one that causes all the sticky residue on the leaves and on the stems. And then you get the black mold that grows. It's sooty mold, it's called. And uh, to control the mold, you have to control the sticky honeydew. And to control that, you have to control the bark scale. And imidacloprid, systemic insecticide, I'll spell it for you, must be applied as a soil drench the middle of May. That's now. And then you you put it around the drip line and and water it in. I-M-I-D-A-C-L-O-P-R-I-D, imidacloprid. That's all at uh, crepemyrtletrails.org. That's our website of the Crate Myrtle Trails of McKinney. You'll see it under basic care. Mike Bass, nice job. Until next week, happy gardening.